Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oklahoma, Midlothian, Old Fort Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! I don't know what else I can say about our official sponsor, Family Waterproofing Solutions. For crying out loud, the Southland's best two years in a row. Family-friendly pricing, best reviews in the business, basement repair experts for 25 years, family and veteran owned and operated. Tell them Southside Pod sent you, they're going to take care of you. See what a difference a family makes at FamilyDry.com. Bill, Mike, my name is Chris, the three of us sitting at my nine-foot homemade oak bar. So you see that thing that my daughter got me for Christmas? Yeah, it's like a, a plank, a wooden plank with a bunch of shot glasses on yeah. it. Yeah, right. And she took she like well, she took like four podcasts, including the original one. She's got Southside Pod, EP Podcast, Socks in the Basement, and then the big tumbler glass and the board has the original show that you and I were both the on. OG. Back, the OG on the radio. My, my first stop in radio. Your first stop in radio way back in the late nineties. Uh, the morning alternative on 107 on the planet. She knows you. She, yeah. she knows you like drinking and radio. Yeah, so she made this whole thing with like all of dad's like like coolest broadcasting things is what she did, which I thought was really what neat. What is my father like? Drinking and radio. Right, that's what he likes. Like right. drinking, and, no, drinking and talking. Drinking and talking? Drinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Drink and talk. <laughs> that's all he does. <laughs> oh, everybody's got fond memories of their dad. What did your dad do? Oh, he drank a lot and talked. Right. <laughs> If my daughter got me the two things I like, she'd shut off the lights and be quiet. <laughs> Have either of you guys ever eaten vegan? Like not, something that's non-meat? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, one of our guests today. Yeah, I had a grape once. Like, what do you, what do you <laughs> ask? One, one of our guests today uh, claims that he can make a burger just as good, if not better, than most burgers that you'll eat. And none of it is meat. Well, one of your guests today is a liar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, he could try to prove me wrong, but he says he can make a pizza puff that you wouldn't be able to tell the difference with with like the the pepperoni and everything, and it's not even pepperoni. pepperoni. Yeah, no, I don't believe him. You don't believe any of this? No, none, no, uh, none. Yeah, it's a, it's, he's an Evergreen Park chef, and he's got a pop up in Bridgeport. Maybe by itself would be like, oh, this isn't bad, but put it next to like one of those old yeah, school greasy pizza puffs, and right. like a t- side by side. To me, there's only one way to eat vegan food: is just like you take it, you Smother order it, and gravy, you put it on your plate, and then you just throw it away. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> and with you. Bill. Grab some meat. <laughs> you, you ever had tofu turkey? No, yeah, because don't. Why? Just don't. <laughs> right. Why would you do that when there exists, I don't turkey. know, turkey? It's the same for me when they make like cheeseburger pizza or like 
pizza rolls that taste like Doritos. Or just eat the, the thing it's supposed to taste like. Like, you don't need to combine things like that. Well, I like think the that. idea behind this is the health benefits of not eating too much red meat. Like, he even told me, I'm a vegan, but this is something maybe you just mix into your diet to try to get your cholesterol a little lower, right? So in, like, if you love seven eating seven hamburgers meat, a week and six hamburgers six and, and a veggie burger. a salad. Is what he's one trying to say. Yeah. Oh, what is, That's what he's kind of trying to salad. tell you there. He's trying to say that. What is it? What does he well, call What does he call it with these burgers? You can't call it a hamburger. He's, he's, um, uh, he's calling, the, the burger's called a Big Mac's. Because his name is Max. That so, sounds like it's going to be a lawsuit. Well, he, <laughs> ours is the Big the, Mac. The Golden Arch. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What was the one from uh, Coming to America? The Big Max with an X. Totally different. Pop up restaurant in Bridgeport, herbivore Max Musto is the chef. Uh, I I met him first on the EP podcast because he's an Evergreen Park guy. I, I discovered him because I think the mayor of Evergreen Park yeah. came down and mayor Burke. yeah, she yep. ate something in your restaurant. She's mm-hmm. Instagramming about it, and I was like, we got a guy that does like these really cool meat. It looks like heavy red meat type dishes. Yeah, none of it's meat. It's all plant based. Yeah. Tell everybody a little bit about it in case they haven't heard about you. Yeah, so basically, you know, I have a pretty extensive culinary background, had a little bit of an awakening and decided that I needed to make some changes. So I went plant-based and, you know, from one Italian to another, you grew up eating gravy and meatballs and brujol and sausage and pizza puffs and beefs. And hey, man, I still wanted to have that stuff. And I wanted to, you know, improve my health and my quality of life. So I just started recreating these classic dishes that I grew up with and Hence herbivore, it was born. Yeah, and where are you guys located right now? You're going to be here yeah. for the whole month of January? Yeah, we're here for, so we have a ghost kitchen in Logan Square. We kind of started doing like curbside pickups during the pandemic, trying to figure out how to still sustain life and make money. Then, you know, everything opened back up. We started doing like little pop-ups and now we're getting like month-long residencies. We were at Virgin Hotel for the whole month of November. We're here at Kimsky in the South Side in Bridgeport next to Maria's Package Goods for the whole month of January. And we're, we'll be hopefully opening our own brick and mortar this spring. South side, right? You're going to be well, south side? Yeah, we'll see. We'll Better see. get yourself can't, south can't side. Give, you can't give away too much yet, but <laughs> put that good energy out there for us, Chris. That's awesome. Thank That's you. awesome. I, All right. You, you got to get over here. What are you going to cook me yeah. today? I'm going to cook you our burger, the Big Macs. It's our take on a vegan Big or on a Big Mac, but we do a plant-based. Um, it's what, we're, what we got our notoriety for. We were voted best vegan burger in Chicago by Chicago Magazine in November. We were published in their November issue. Uh, Last year, we were second best vegan burger in the country by Veg Out Magazine. Uh, And we just keep growing and people keep showing. (laughs) It's wild. (laughs) All right, so I can't wait to try this. First, we're gonna go back. We're gonna take a look at how you cook this. But I am gonna warn you right now, I have never had a plant-based anything. Like this is my first go at this, okay? So So you're a a virgin here, right? Yeah, definitely. We're gonna pop that cherry. I don't know what it's gonna be like for you. All right. Ivan's going to put these balls of, uh, of meat, pseudo meat on. Do you cook it any differently than cooking a burger on, on, on the skillet? No, it's like the the only thing that's cooked different on the burger is the cheese. And we'll go through that method right now when we get to that level, but it pretty much smears the same if you smear the scissors. So one of the things I've always been told, cooking a burger, don't yeah. squeeze the burger too much. No. Right? No. So once you get it down there and it's going, you then you're going to let it, it And go. you want to leave it on one side. You only want to flip it once. These people who keep squeezing it, flipping it back and forth, you don't want to do it. You want to sear it really hard on one side, 
flip it, cheese it, let it rest. Right. That's Period. All you, because the thing is, the they're doing all this extra stuff. It's not necessary. No, it's crazy. <laughs> Everybody wants to look good when they're standing in front of yeah. a grill, don't yeah, they? Yeah. Well, that'll make you look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like guys do that though, because they're like, yeah. they're like, this way my wife thinks it's harder. Yeah. You know, and that's yeah. why I have to stand and out there and drink beer do, for three hours. And then I don't have to do anything else right. except for man the grill. <laughs> look how hard I'm working here. <laughs> this bun, it's a local bun. It's a three-tier bun, sesame seed bun. Uh, we put some of the plant butter on there. The stuff's awesome. It browns. It's uh, really nice on the bun. Then we toast those. We, we put those to rest. Ivan's going to come over here. He's going to do the cheese. A nice melty. Because, right, when you have a burger, like, if the cheese isn't melty and, like, you don't have that gooey, like, drippy effect, like, feel like you're missing it. You, you know? You're just, like, you're under par. You know, you go into a burger place every once in a while. It's like they just put it on there. There's not even a melt to the cheese. Yeah. And you're like, what are you doing here? Like, Is that, like, a craft single you just threw on my burger? Yeah. Amateur hour <laughs> over here. It's made of soy. This was something that I want to talk to you last time. You know, we were talking a little of the molecular gastronomy and the science behind plant food. But all this stuff, they're like, oh, this is soy. It's like a whole ingredient, you know? It's a little beetroot powder. It's a little shiitake powder, which is mushrooms. Mushrooms gives that umami flavor, that satiation of like, hey, I'm eating meat. Plus, the thing that's cool about Impossible, they use this thing called heme iron, okay? And heme iron is just to give you that irony flavor like you'd get from meat. So you get that like iron flavor, you get the umami, and then you get the crunchiness from the sear on it with the Maillard reaction. I mean, you're not going to be able to tell. Plus they use refined coconut oil in it to get the flex of fat. So you have that, that fat satiation to those dopamine receptors in your brain. You're like, oh, this is hitting all of it. It's a jackpot. Delicious. This is not our cheese. This is a cheese that is a special cheese that I get. It's a plant-based cheese. This is, I think, what separates us probably from anybody else that does it. I make my own mozzarella, I make my own ricotta, and I make my own cheese sauce, but not this one. This one we get out. The cheese has a higher melting point. That's why we do this steam method. So basically- I just wonder, because he, he yeah. put what he, so what he did, what Ivan, you did is you, you put, after you put the cheese on, you put like a metal container over the top and you sprayed water on there yeah. to create steam. Yeah, it's like a little bit of water and it helps melt the vegan cheese. Right now you can see that it's in that process of melting and then I'm just gonna add a little bit touch of more. You gotta do and a little bit more because of the way that it's that yeah, actual it cheese. Yeah, react like regular cheese because this regular cheese does have that animal fact and like animal milk and anything, but it's, you're not gonna like notice a difference between vegan cheese and milk. I love how Bill has his head down on the bar and it's just like he's just in <laughs> just disbelief that I went and tried a vegan burger. I'm totally honest when I finally eat the burger. We're going to get to that before the show is over. I want to break in real quick, though, and remind you about our good friend Tom Walsh, your Edward Jones financial advisor. Tom would have tried a vegan burger with me. <laughs> I have my money with Tom. Bill has his money with Tom. Mike, nobody knows what he's thinking right now. His wife is going to be totally disappointed in him when they get to their retirement. Over 20 years of experience, he's on the corner of 111th and Kedzie. Get in there and see him. The markets are volatile. Inflation going on. He has done so much to protect my money. He will do the same for you. It's all about sitting down, figuring out your goals, figuring out where you're at in life, how long you got until you want to get that money back, how you can use some of that money even while you're investing it. 20 minutes with Tom, I learned a ton of stuff. If you don't want to stop in at 111th and Kedzie, give him a call today, 773-779-0023. I went, uh, I went to Horse Thief Hollow up here in Beverly. Uh, they're on the show this week. 
Shocker, you went to a bar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably Monday morning too, right? <laughs> Why not? No, it was a Friday. It was a Friday. It was okay. last Friday. The Friday I went morning. In there. Yeah, I went in Friday night, Friday afternoon, four o'clock in the afternoon I got was in there. Was it dark? No, it wasn't dark yet. It gets dark at 4.50 now. So close. Yeah, so yeah, pretty okay. close to dark it's is okay, when I walked then. in there. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. They are probably one of the better breweries right now on the south side. Right? That's not speaking ill of anybody else. There's about three or four of them that we are like can't, ones down here. can't miss breweries. But that's one of the best. Because you walk in, they got a really good food menu. They and do. they've got an inc- they got like nine, ten beers up on tap all the time. And four of them are on store shelves right now. Like I'm actually drinking uh, Delta Hurricane. I got Morty's. It's a milk stout. And this one now is on store shelves. Milk stout. So they, they're, they're, like, stout they're branching season, out from being just a place where you have to go to to drink their beer to where you can actually, like, you got to go, you can go out to the store and just pick it up and keep it in at your the fridge. Jewels? Yeah, I, I know that they're at the Binnies. I don't know if they're at the Jewels yet. Okay, the Jewels is, doesn't really normally have no, a lot of selection. Miller Lite, Bud yeah, Light, you know, Cures. I don't normally find very much there, you know? I mean, I used to go do that, but I, I don't do that anymore. But anyway, so I got into Horse Thief. Took a seat at the bar, really good atmosphere, and just looked at that big giant menu and was like, what the heck am I going to end up drinking? I sat down with their owner, uh, uh, Neil Byers, and uh, we tried a collaboration that they had with Goose Island. What are your thoughts on Goose Island? You were drinking a goose just now here at the I th- bar. I still think they make great beer. Yeah, you're drinking a goose, right? I am. I'm you're, drinking the hazy beer. Right, right and now. I'm drinking. I'm drinking a uh, a horse thief follow. Yep. Bro. So we should just mix them together. together yeah. Yeah, right, and we can make our own collaboration. That's yeah. it. That would be disgusting. Bootleg. <laughs> a pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer. Let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here. I love that pitcher. I'm hanging at the bar at Horse Thief Hollow in Beverly, and uh, I always love it when I get to do an interview like at the actual bar because we do the podcast at a bar, right? And, and Neil Byers, is, he was like, "Let's let's sit at the bar and try a brand new beer." And it's a collaboration that I can't wait to get into. But first off, how were your holidays, my friend? Man, everything was awesome, Chris. Yeah, yeah, everything was good. Do any hunting? You go out there and hunt like a reindeer? I got a hunting story, but it's uh, <laughs> for a later time. <laughs> Yeah, I came I back wa- empty-handed. Yeah, but. I keep waiting for you to say, yeah, I killed a reindeer. And, uh, you know, we cooked it, and it was great. Yeah. And, uh, we're gonna be, and we're going to have a special platter here at Horse Thief that's going to be reindeer meat. Like, that's what I was waiting for you to tell me. Okay, so uh, your beer list is, is killer. I mean, I you know, I always have people ask me about breweries that they should go to because we go to all of them. And you are always in the first breath when I name off, like, you know, top ones around the south side. One, because your menu's great. Okay, even though I know you kind of went to a winter menu, you kind of changed some things up, a little more barbecue orientated recently. I was just in here the other day and got the platter. It was, it was awesome. Uh, and I will recommend to people that Texas barbecue sauce uh, on the chicken. Mm. That's the best. Uh, that's the best chicken. Like if you like hot wings, that's even better than that. I would I would tell people get that. But um, the the menu is is full and it's been full for a while. How do you keep up? putting out so many beers and so many different kinds because it's not like you have a massive brewery here you i mean it's 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 still almost like a pub level i mean i don't see all this equipment how do you guys keep up with this schedule honestly jake just works his ass off and so does morrison and like once you get ahead it's easy when you get behind it's hard to like catch up and like all the pressure is on a couple beers and that's where it's like really difficult but once you like break through that and you get eight or ten beers on then you can start thinking ahead and doing your lagering and all that kind of stuff and like um 
But it really just comes down to working hard and planning it right, like anything else, I guess. Uh, it's awesome. You guys are like a top-notch operation here in Beverly, and uh, you, you did a collaboration with Goose Island. And I'm going to have to speak for all the craft beer nuts. Well, isn't Goose owned by like a big corporation? You guys are like a small, small little guy and you're working with Goose. I mean, like, does that ever even play into your mind or beer is beer? Craft beer is craft beer. Brewers are brewers. It doesn't matter how big or how small they are. I mean, 10 years ago or whatever it was when Goose got bought, like, yeah, it was a little bit of a slap, I think. But they've been incredible at supporting the craft community. Um, they, they, they think of themselves as a small brewery, even though it's you know owned by a bigger partner, and they do all the right things. So they came down, uh, worked with uh, Jake and Morrison, and you know I think we had a great time brewing this beer. Well, you know what I like about this beer is you know this because I've talked to you about beers that I love and how I got into craft beer. I was on the West Coast and I was drinking IPAs in around 2001-02. You know, I was in Northern California, Southern California, all the breweries out there. I, I, I really, you know, got used to something other than your typical Budweiser, Miller products and things like that on the West Coast because it was the first time I was really ex- exposed to it. And a West Coast IPA became like one of my go-to styles. Mm-hmm. But it's a it's a harder IPA to make than these these uh, these East Coast ones, right? Because this isn't a dirty one. You got to be really smart about how you make this kind of beer, right? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's kind of back, back to like focusing on the simple things. There's nothing to hide behind with this beer. So you know, you got a, a simple malt bill, um, a simple hot bill, and if you don't take all the steps appropriately, you know, and accurately, then you're going to have a mistake. So um, this is the kind of beer that, kind of like what you're saying, we wanted to get back to brewing some West Coast IPAs, some of the things that we enjoyed drinking back in the day. And that's kind of where this uh, all came about. That's awesome. The name of the beer is Flyway. So when you do a collaboration like this, you pick out a tank, you make the thing. When it's gone, it's gone, right? right. That's kind of how this works. Right. Give me the ABV, the IBU. I mean, do you know that off the top of your head? I have no idea what the <laughs> IBU is. I think I mean, the ABV, I'm reading it, it looks like 7.3. Yeah, 7.3. Whatever the IBU is, who cares? Yeah. Okay. But yeah. but but Flyway, what, what does that mean? Is there, an, is there a meaning behind the name with this collaboration with Goose? Well, in the Midwest, we're like kind of right above the, one of the greatest flyways going from the migration of the geese from north to south. So that, that was kind Man, of the I thought knew. process. I knew it had to do something with Goose nature. Island from the north side, coming oh. to the south side, flyway from Canada Goose going down south, you know, yeah. Uh, that I mean, like, I knew it had to be something with that. I mean, yeah. I asked you, like, how your week was. You're like, I, my buddy and I went to the cabin, took a hike, mm-hmm. you know, lived on, lived on berries and, like, some grass. <laughs> whiskey, yeah. <laughs> I had whiskey, of course. Yeah. And some beer and stuff. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I mean, you were like, I mean, it's a thing, like, like, like some people make a place with like a motif, right? Because they're like, this is what I, you know, this is like what the hip thing is. When I walk in here, there's wood, there's, you can see barrels, you got, it looks like a brewery. It, it's, it's got like something that I'm going to tell you would feel like if I was in the Pacific Northwest or like I'm in Wisconsin with all the woodwork and the big giant bar. And it's really, it, it's not like you were probably going for a certain motif. You're like, no, this is what I like. Yeah, this is what I like. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's what's cool about you saying this is like, there's no big corporate behind this and like a think group trying to like design it. This is just what yeah. I'm into. And here you have it. Like, if you like it, great. If you don't, sorry. 
<laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, first off here, I haven't even talked about the beer. The beer's good. Uh, that's what I would guess I would tell the people. It's really clean. It's crisp. If you're an IPA fan, especially when it comes to like traditional IPAs, this is like a must-have one. Because, And I'm going to tell you something. When you first got into craft beer and you first started going to different breweries, everybody had one of these. Mm-hmm. Or they had two of them. Or they had three of them. Now these are almost like rarities, the West Coast IPAs. So, I mean, the, to me, this is like you have a lot of really great ones up there on that board. And I know you've got the four different ones that are on store shelves now, you know, that you guys have, you know, packaged and people can buy. And they come here to Horse Thief and they can do, to have them for takeout. You can still get growlers of the other things and things like that. But, I mean, like, but this... This is something now that is unique that maybe 10 years ago when you opened, this wouldn't have been unique. Right, right. It's actually funny, like when we were setting out five, six years ago, thinking about what we were going to send into distribution, you weren't going to send a West Coast IPA because there's a lot of them, there's heavy competition in that market, but the East Coast IPA didn't really have much going on. And so like we put all of our eggs into that basket, and then by the time we get it onto shelves, it's like, all right, well, now there's 100 East Coast IPAs or hazy IPAs, and, um, and now this is obscure and different and, like, unique because you don't see it anymore. So it's an evolving market, and it's just changing all the time, and um, we're just fortunate that we can brew all kinds of different styles, and I have the team that could say, hey, let's go do this, you know, West Coast IPA, great, knock it out of the park, and... So on and so forth. How's how's everything going around here? Beverly neighborhood looking good. Everything yeah. going well. You got events coming up, I would think. You got things that you're doing. You got plans for the future. You're already probably looking at March. Like, holy cow, this place is going to be up for grabs in about two months. I mean, like, is is that what's on your mind right now? Oh, yeah, hundred percent. All of it. <laughs> All of it. And that's the last hour. But uh, no, everything's great. We've been lucky. Uh, the neighborhood's super supportive and uh, appreciate you coming out and you know you do great work on the south side and um, means a lot. I appreciate it, Neil. And trust me, th- this is a pleasure to come to. This is one of those places I walk into when you're not even here. And you've, you've seen me before. Neil's just sitting here. You know what I like about you is I like the fact that when I come in here just a random like like Tuesday or Wednesday or something like that, Neil's here. And if he's not working and bustling and running around, he sits down at a table and he just starts hanging out with like people that are around here. I mean, like, is this what you envisioned when you started it? Because I feel like it must have been. I honestly I'm kind of an introvert and like (laughs) I started in the kitchen and you know like now that that's all solidified and I I don't have to bust my ass in the kitchen anymore I can come out here and meet people like you and and you know it's quite an honor but it does have to be learned it wasn't like my inclination to to be like you know shaking hands and kissing babies but <laughs> Neil Byers uh, this is Horse Thief Hollow get out here and try uh, try Flyway uh, try all these other incredible beers that they have up here on tap I mean quick look at it I got 12 of them you got 12 different beers that you guys have right now currently on tap this is a brewery you want to try on the south side in Beverly right around 104th and Western right I got that right you got it right alright Neil thanks so much my man thank you Chris a pitcher of beer a pitcher of beer let's order Hey 
If you've been injured at work, then you need someone who will fight for the care and compensation you deserve. The insurance companies will look out for themselves and their bottom lines, not you. I'm Matthew Coleman, partner and head of the work injury department at the law offices of Parenti and Norm. My team and I have the experience, dedication, and proven results it takes to fight for your rights. Call or text me today at 312-641-5926 or visit us on the web at pninjurylaw.com. I still got to try to have vegan burger before the show's over, but before we get to that, Mike, did you know that Bill has an entire month off of work and his kids are in school and he's bored? Well, I used to think before my kids were both in school that like all oh, the people that had two kids in school, like how much freedom there would be. That'd be awesome. And there's less free time now that my kids are both in school because now it's just more time to do stuff around the house, like what, honeydew lists and things like what that. What do you have to do around the house? Well, I mean, right now I got to de-Christmas everything. I have to take all the lights down. I have, I'm doing a whole makeover of my seven-year-old's room because that was her Christmas fake, or Christmas present. Was you you're redoing your room for her? Yeah, I got you know painted, you patch give, it. I'm putting a hanging chair in. You gotta like, give crap your lights. presents, Bill. That's yeah, stop problem. giving such good presents out. There's mm-hmm. always something to do around the house. Okay. Always. Think of the money you would have saved if you just bought her like you know I don't know like a like a video game system or something like that. It'd been a lot cheaper. Here, <laughs> sit in front of this what video game wanted. system, right? But here's there's the thing, Bill. If if you don't do. do those things, there's still always things to do. But what am I gonna do? Sit on the couch and watch TV? Like no, I, I can't but, do that. I always have to be doing something. So then the thing is, you're you're choosing to do it. So it isn't running. that you don't have free time. This is what you enjoy doing. I don't, I don't necessarily enjoy it, but I don't enjoy doing nothing. Okay, so what do you enjoy? <sighs> oh boy. <laughs> Long, long pause, listeners. I, I'm hanging out with my kids, and if they're oh, in school, they're in school. So this is what bothers you. The only thing that brings you any joy in the world is true. being with the kids. One of the main things, sure. Okay, what else brings you joy? Um, <laughs> hey, just family time. That's okay, all. so b- you need to be around people who are so your are family. Are you like right. the, the room dad want. for the school? Uh, I do things like that. You know, we run a Girl Scout troop. You run a Girl Scout troop? Yeah, me and my wife. I didn't know you ran a Girl Scout troop. Yeah, you want to buy some cookies? I'll send you the QR code. No, I'm not buying your cookie. What is this? <laughs> Don't push your sugar <laughs> on me. I'm very crafty, so I make a lot of things for the this troop. You know, what do you what do you craft? Yeah, I, what do you I, craft? Want to, I want to know about build the craft games and you know things for their you know meetings and things like that. Little you know whatever I need to. What's, what's your favorite? He's thing the most crafted? girl dad, girl dad I've ever yeah. met in my entire it's like, life. It's like he's it. only happy when he's around his girls. He involves himself in all the different projects. He's making sure they're going to be a top seller when it comes to their Girl Scout cookies. And he's being crafty. And his present that he handed out was redoing their bedroom and putting a hanging swing in. Don't yeah. talk to my daughter ever again <laughs> because she will not love me I after she speaks to you. That. Right? Don't even don't even look at my daughter. Just keep walking. Okay? Don't I don't want you to ever ever don't even bring your ideas into this house. We don't do that that stuff here. <laughs> We don't do that. It's now time for your Southside Pop Bulletin Board brought to you by Cool Clouds Vapor Shop. Quitting smoking is hard and Cool Clouds wants to offer you an alternative. They have a great taster bar, great CBD products. Everything's great about them. A great new location, 3148 West 95th Street. That's the northeast corner of 95th and Kedzie. See more at coolcloudsvapor.com. Lots of music on the south side this weekend. Friday night, 9 p.m., stone-type thing at the Thirsty Beaver in Crestwood. 
5599 127th Street. It's covers of STP, Velvet Revolver, maybe even some Guns N' Roses. Also, Friday night starting at 6 p.m. going until 9, Mark Taylor is playing at Hailstorm Brewing Company, 8060 186th Street in Tinley Park, a great brewery. If you've never been, get out there. Speaking of breweries, Blue Island Beer Company is having Now That's What I Call Karaoke, Friday night, 7.30 p.m., the 13th of January, 13357 Old Western Avenue. The next night at Bibco, Joe Ryan and the AM Drinkers. Every second Saturday, they now have a residency at Blue Island Beer Company, our good friend, Joe Ryan. I might stop by that one. Also on Saturday the 14th, stand-up comedy night at Jack's Place in Midlothian. 3915 147th Street. Neighborhood bar, free pool, $10 domestic buckets. Tickets are 10 bucks and that also includes food. Out in Lamont, the Forge Fat Tire Bike Race takes place this Saturday. It kicks off at 10 a.m. They always hope for snow for this. I don't know if they're going to get that. But we're going to be out in Lamont the next two episodes of Southside Pod. I know we have at least one restaurant per show the next two episodes. Let's get back to herbivore, though. The moment of truth with Chef Max Musto. We're going to find out if vegan hamburgers taste anything like hamburgers. The big reveal brought to you by SidSauce.net this week. Small batch hot sauces, peppers grown on the south side, flavors developed, bottled on the south side delivered to your door. See everything they have to offer at SidSauce.net. All right, and you're filming me. This is what I think is great. I'm sitting here doing a podcast with you. You're filming me trying this burger. So we got we got the patties. We got the special sauce. I, I'm... It's going to taste like a hamburger. That's what you're yep. telling me. It's going to taste yep. just like it. I love watching people right, for the first go. time. All right, here we go. Wow. It tastes just like a cheeseburger. That's insane. That's nuts. Yeah. There's nothing in that that tastes like it's not a hamburger. It actually tastes like I'm having, like there's there's grease from the meat in my mouth while I'm eating that. How the heck do you do that? Explain that to me. How do you do that? Vegan magic. I mean, <laughs> it's nuts. That is crazy. Take, take another bite. I'm going to take another yeah, bite. In there. I'm going to eat this whole thing. Eat the whole thing. I, w- I seriously was convinced to myself that I was going to yeah. eat this and I was going to have to fake this with you. Yeah, no. Wow. It's one of the best burgers I've had on the entire wow. South Side. And that's a, that's a vegan burger. That's a vegan burger. You're not lying to me. No, I'm not. Listen, man. Like You I didn't got, slip meat into this, did no, you? No, I got an extensive culinary background. You know, I'm, I'm classically trained. I went to Le Cordon Bleu. I cooked at some Michelin star restaurants. I worked at Ball. They got the best burger in Chicago, and I got the best vegan burger. If vegan burgers taste like this, I'll, I could go vegan really easy. Yeah. You know, Seriously, because you know what? This, is, this, feels, this feels very guilt-free. That's what's great yeah. about it. It's it's a guilt try a fry okay these are now what kind of French fries are these truffle fries truffle oil little pecorino romano from our homies cheese and thank you Mm. and then a homemade garlic aioli so somebody's first reaction to this would be and they're really good somebody's first reaction to this would be well they're French fries for crying out loud where's the meat supposed to be in the fry but a lot of a lot of people put like some kind of meat or juice or something in their yeah, fry. Yeah, they cook cooking. it in animal fat. You know, mayonnaise isn't vegan. They use egg in it. Cheese is obviously dairy. There's no animal products in there. So, like, you know, yes, fry, eating something deep fried isn't the healthiest. But then if you're talking about animal fats that are clogging arteries, it's not the same kind of fat, right? This isn't artery clogging fat. 
I need to go back to the burger. Yeah, so go good. ahead, get in there. <laughs> it's pretty, it's, it's wild, isn't it? It's nuts to me. Yeah. We're doing something. I can imagine you have a line on a door with yeah, a burger like yeah, this. Yeah, but we do like different menus. We'll do like a vegan Taco Bell menu, or we do like a vegan In and Out menu, and then you do vegan In and Out burgers. Oh yeah, holy cow! Yeah, that's your my new best. I friend. think we're gonna do them the, <laughs> with that technique. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna probably do them oh, the last the last week here of the month. I think we're gonna probably plan on doing. We do the animal style fries. We do the burgers animal style. I mean. It's a lot of fun. People love that one, right. too. So take me through the, the, the health section of this, yeah. all right? Okay, yeah, so absolutely. if I was having a double burger, that, yeah. to be honest with you, is b- bigger than what a Big Mac is. Yeah. Your Big Macs is, I mean, this is a good-sized burger, okay? Yeah, I'm going to be full burger. when I'm done yeah. with this. I'm already halfway through. But the too. amount of full you're going to be is completely different, right? So, like, when you're full from this, you're going to be able to still get up, and if you wanted to go for a mile walk, you're going to be able to do that. Like, when... You eat something that is really dense in animal fat. It takes a lot more energy to break that down. So, like, you ever eat something and you're just, like, so full after right. you can't move? Like, you don't get the itis like that. It's just not the same. Yeah, you maybe eat three or four of them. You might feel that way. But from one burger, you're going to be fine. You, I would imagine, far less cholesterol, fat. This yes, is much all healthier. around. Long term, yeah. you're not going to eat a, a Big Max every day. And well, I it's want to. Be, yeah, I mean, See, we all do. I mean, come I, on, I, let's I, be I, honest. I'm going to go vegan. I just want to eat one come of these on, we every day. Eat one every, right. I mean, long term, eating that every day or eating McDonald's, what do you think is going to be better? Well, yeah, this is going to be yeah, better for right? Me. So, But this is the whole thing. It's like we want to just do better just overall you know you, you have a regular burger once a month you have this maybe three times a month instead of having the regular burger four times you know you just make little efforts every time to do better all right this is not a hard place to get down to no uh, they're in bridgeport so if you're far south this is not i mean i didn't have a problem coming down here middle Free of the day street and parking finding a place to park right on the street i know people here in bridgeport they go well, it's a ballpark and i can't park on the street yeah. there's not a ball game going on no. first of all and secondly yeah. there's plenty of street parking around mm-hmm. here uh the give me the the uh the address one more time for people we're at kimski it's at 960 West 31st Street. It's attached to Maria's Package Goods. You got a full bar back here. Which is a full service bar. This has been a staple in the neighborhood since 1986, and they've just expanded. They have like a couple little restaurants attached, and that's where we came in and took over for the month. Chef Juan Kim gave us his restaurant, and we're here for Veganuary all month long, Wednesday through Saturday from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. Get down here. Get okay. down here early, and, too. And we, best, best way for people to follow you yeah. in the future as well, mm-hmm. Instagram? What's Instagram the, what's the is, uh, is the best. It's herbivore underscore Chicago, H-E-R-B-I-V-O-R-E underscore Chicago. And if you can find us on Facebook as well, herbivore Chicago as well. Okay. Yeah. You convinced me. Yeah. Absolutely believer, incredible. Brother. Thank you so much, man. Thank you for this coming. This food is great. I'm going to stop the interview, though, now, yeah. because every time you I'm going to take a bite, hot I'm ready. talking to you. Yeah, okay. right on. <laughs> Y'all come back now here.